podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. Uh, joining me after quite a long time. Yes. Uh, you've been off uh, doing your the, the Chelsea podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, I do prefer, prefer that, that one. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. They're um, just bit better aren't they really? right yes they're yeah they're doing much they're doing much they're better more glamorous yes, yes. Yeah, more, yeah, more yeah. beautiful really yeah. in many yeah. ways yeah. yeah 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 uh good evening everybody by the yeah. way it's jim grant jim yeah. grant's with us uh and uh great to have him back uh radio producer mark sandell is with us uh and mark uh, you you were on your way back from was it the states when we had the because because Mark put us together with the uh, the Iron the Iron oh yeah the Iron Men people guys yeah, who were yeah, here yeah. but you were you were on the way back people. from Austin or some no was it, it the was, states it was North Carolina North Carolina uh, what were you was, doing there uh, it was covering the very end of a very long uh, murder case in Durham North Carolina and for a radio doc for a radio doc for, for Radio Five Live yeah, right. may, may I just say that it is a real pleasure to be on with the old firm the old I, yes I feel in, this is like my first full appearance. Oh, I've, come ah, on as a, I've come yeah. on as a sub a couple yeah, of well, now I feel yeah. I'm in the starting lineup. Okay. It's, it's, it's a good, good. feeling, so thank yeah. you. Very good. We've created a false impression of, uh, of, of status <laughs> yes, that we really, so no, really no, don't deserve. Ridiculous, uh, really. <laughs> I've now got nerves, so I feel, I feel nervous. Pressure. Do you, yes, pressure. a lot of yeah. huge amount of pressure. Yeah. We'll be talking about pressure later in the podcast. <laughs> we will, uh, we will. I think there's a lot of pressure-based issues, aren't there? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we since we last uh, spoke to you, there's been an international break, so we took a week off. But since then, uh, we've played Hull yes. at football, which we lost to the same scoreline uh, as uh, no, we didn't. We lost two one, didn't we? Yes. We lost two three twos in a row and a two one. Yes. Uh, and Jim, you went to that. I did go to, to that. I did. I made and, the long uh, trip, yeah, long yeah. trip north. And uh, we're looking forward to Arsenal this week and Swansea at the weekend, uh, both of which we're going to, aren't we, Jim? We are indeed. Uh, Mark, you're hoping to go to Arsenal? Yes, I am. Yeah, but I will definitely be at Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the shape of... And then a little bit of a State of the Nation type uh, stuff. Because Excellent. there's been a, lot in, uh, been a lot in the papers. There's a big um, interview with Mark Noble in the Evening Standard today. And obviously there's been quite a lot about sort of Billich in the, uh, in the, in the media, but also on social media. Mm. And uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Mm. Um, so first of all, Hull, Jim, you went to that. I didn't go to that at all, and in fact, no. I only saw the scant, you know, seven minutes of highlights really? of match of the day. So really? I sort of read uh, a match report about it. Um, uh, City of Culture, Jim. So it's quite fitting that you would go to see. That's one yes. of the away yeah, fixtures. The, 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 the City of Culture. It wasn't very evident in the no, pub not, which I which I drank right. before the game. Right. That that really wasn't. Did it you meet up with any of the, uh, any of the uh, the friends of Stop Hammer? Yes, you, quite a few of them. them. Yeah, Gary Stewart, Gary Stewart and Lawrence Connell and uh, oh, nice, yeah, nice people. Uh, Chris nice, Miles. Nice, people, oh, like nice yeah, people. Yeah, nice yeah. people. So yeah, we had a bit Great. of a get together. Oh, it was yeah. nice. Very good. Very yeah. Good. I wish yeah. I, I wish I could have come, uh, but I didn't want to. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I didn't no, want okay. to. So so otherwise I'd have been there. I'd have been there. There you go. Yes. So well. It was one of the, I went to Bournemouth as well. And we went to that. You and yes, I went to Yes, yeah, we together. went to Bournemouth. We and, of up. course, Bournemouth, we didn't play well and thoroughly deserved to lose the game, although, frustratingly, we'd got ourselves undeservingly back in it. Yes. And, um, uh, and lost the late goal. With this one, um, really, first half, it wasn't a crap. I mean, let's face it, it wasn't a great game. No. We weren't particularly good. They, I thought, were dreadful, actually, first half. 
Um, and you just, we got the goal and it was a nice, nicely nice taken goal. goal. Nice crossfield ball from, uh, a deep cross from um, Cresswell. And Carroll took it down Chest well. Chest trap, really on a lovely you know, swept yeah, in. Yeah, it was really nice. He was excellent the throughout the game, Carroll. Was he? he really played well. Um, our man of the match, I would say. Interesting. Um, Lanzini had a decent game as well. Uh, sorry, just on that subject, as yeah. the papers all pointed out, in front of the watching Gareth Southgate, was that correct? Mm. Was, oh, was, was he supposed it? to be? Yes, yes, I think he was. Okay, there. was he? Yeah. All right, yeah. okay, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. But, um, but uh, you know, I, <laughs> Lawrence, who was, who was, who was stood next to me, I, I, you, you just knew we, there, there was sort of the writing was on the wall in terms of def- defence was jittery. There were, even in the first half, although they didn't create any chances, we, you know, if they were going to score, it was like we were going to gift them it. Yeah. And I said at halftime, you know, we are going to have to score again in this game to get three points because we are so obviously going to concede a goal. And then in the right. second half, well, some shadowy figures in West Ham shirts took the field, but but the team wasn't really there, and, and you just didn't come out the box at all in the so second half. So did we come out the box in the first half? I mean, obviously we scored early. We which played all right. We, we had good chance. I mean, we had a couple of decent chances. Um, Snodgrass probably should have done better with right. uh, with with an early chance where he kind of sort of headed it straight at the keeper. Probably had a little bit more time. It was mm-hmm. a kind of su- one of those ones where you're surprised it gets to you possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, Lanzini had a long range shot that the keeper tipped around the post I mean you know but we dominated we were dominating and and, and unless we were going to cock it up we weren't really you know Interesting um, Jim you say that they didn't come out and West Ham didn't come out in the second half because the way it was spun the way it was spun in the papers was very much that it was a a tactical master stroke Well bringing on the winger the Polish winger or whatever yeah he he did make a difference Uh, there was no question about that but I felt we just weren't at it. We just went, and then you know, once once uh, the goal went in, we played better. We had other chances. Carroll powered a header at, straight at the keeper, which you know, I, a yard either side of him was a was a goal. Um, we had a lot of the ball, but it was kind of, uh, you know, it was that kind of frustrating. No one in in mm. in space, and one or two of them weren't, you know, weren't up to. Uh, Snodgrass had a poor game. Faguli had, had a pretty poor game, really. He it's not that he was hiding; he was trying to get involved, but he feels a bit lightweight, really, to me. He struggles, I think, with the physical side of the game. Lanzini, most of the good stuff was coming through Lanzini. Mm. Masuaku looked decent when he came on. Yeah. Um, but we struggled a bit. We struggled with Fonte and, and, and Collins at the back. You, you're struggling for pace. It's creaking. At centre-half. Yeah. Um, you know, Randolph doesn't convince at the moment, doesn't really command. You know, no. So we, we looked shaky at the back. Um, for their first goal, uh, you know, Figuli and Robertson, who scored the goal, starts a run from, you know, well inside his own half. You know, he's alive to what's going on. And in the end, he you know kind of uh, plays a one-two and 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 scores the goal. Faguli just waves him through. I mean, just watch, didn't track back at all. Kiati was a bit, a little bit. It was decent on the whole in in that holding position. Um, he he was a bit late, you know, realizing the the threat and the danger, mm. you know. But uh, you you know, if you're the right winger, you need to track the left back when he makes a run. Yeah. I mean, that's part of your job. Um, so that was disappointing. And it was a bit disappointing that the guy got a free header for the um, for the corner for the yeah. second goal as well. So that was a bit of a sucker punch. Yeah, you know, um, from from the you know brief highlights on match of the day, it looks like sort of Font slightly misjudged the 
flight of the ball because he's he seems to be the guy that I, he well, seems okay. to be marking the guy that goes well he just I think the guy just got ahead of everybody yeah. really um, you know I think Kiati was quite near him as well Mm-mm. I don't you know it's just it's just oh, a little bit sloppy a little mm. bit kind of mm. not quite not quite on it and you know? one of the stories of the season is late goals isn't it you know, we've, yeah. we've conceded yeah. we've conceded yeah. some daft yeah, yeah. late yeah. goals and yeah. when in not bad positions and isn't the stat that we've lost 20 points from winning positions isn't yeah. something like the, the worst, poor, worst yeah, yeah it's poor. you just think that you'd think something would click in it's three mm, minutes mm, to go come mm. on we need to let's let's take the point you mentioned Bournemouth we didn't deserve anything but no. we could have got a point out of that yeah, yes that's right. you know, yeah. well I mean uh, yeah. uh, the away at West Brom uh, I think their third went in on the stroke of half time and it was literally yeah. like we'd gone into the dressing you know we were in the dressing yes. room and, and I was screaming at because it happened in the goal in front of us just screaming at them mark up mark up because yeah. they heard they were sort of dispirited because they were two down and you're just going you're going to go three down now and it Ooh. just happened yeah. It just happened in front of you, and mm. you could see it happening. They they were they were sort of downcast, and all they wanted to do was get in the dressing room, yeah. and they almost decided mentally yeah. to go to the dressing room. Similarly, I you could see that goal coming against West Brom at the Olympic Stadium yeah. that, that that took it at the end. Was that the not, was that ninety third minute? Or yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. It, that one. Yeah. I mean, and that was sort of partly. But you you know it, you can look at the defence, and there, I think there are sort of, there are obviously kind of issues with the defence that are going to have to be. You know, once and for all, resolved at some point in through through tra- transfer business because you know we know. I thought, but I, I'm about to I'm about to mention the right back situation again. Although Barham did, actually had a, a decent game, I thought really. Um, but you know, there's no there's no depth there, is there? There's no, you know, we've been no. over the fact that you know the selling of Collins time and time again. You know, Font has come in, uh, Tomkins, yeah, but the the, the um. You know the signing of Font hasn't plugged the gap, has it? That, no, know, no, we've conceded no, because, every someone else game has, because someone else has got injured. Yeah, exactly. Reed's, Reed's got, got injured. injured. No. We've got Ogbonner. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, there are issues in defence. But actually, you also defend as a team, don't you? Yeah, and we have too many players. I think like Figuli, like Ayu, to a certain extent Lanzini. Although you, you know, you, you give him a bit of a pass because because of what he does creatively. Um, who don't really have that defensive side Support, to their game? Yeah. They don't have that. They don't have that idea of getting compact and and, and sitting in no, front no. of sitting in front of. And at times you have to do that. You know, it's all very well trying to play an attacking progressive game, which I think Billich does do. Um, there was no lumping it forward to Andy Carroll. You know, the the the, the goal was a classic example of kind of the ball was to his chest. You yeah, know? I mean, it yeah, was yeah. like you know, um, and he 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 was. He was getting stuck. He was, in many, many ways, our best defender at times, Carol, mm, you know. Mm. Um, but you've got to defend as a, as a whole unit, haven't you, as a whole team. Yeah, and I think um, that's, that's where a lot, you, can, you can put the focus on the actual defenders in the team, but I think the whole team is not, is not really working as a defensive unit. No, and it's well. quite possibly because... Without the ball, we're not good. It's quite possibly because a lot of people are being moved around all the time. Yeah, on the pitch, maybe, you know, maybe. So kind of, you know, yeah. if, you're, if, you're, if you're basically going, I want this guy at right back instead of our player that's learnt to be a right back that we bought from Leeds to be mm. a right back because of the other player's attacking qualities that he has... Um, you know, you're 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 you know you're you're essentially building a rod for your back because you go, I'd like I'd like Kiyati to get forward because that's what he does, but I'd also like him to be right back. Well, if sometimes he fails to be right back, that's you've created that problem. Mm. You know, and and 
you know, I, I, I don't know what the stats are, but I'd love to know how many different combinations we've used at, yeah. at, at the bat this year. Some, some of them yeah, imposed. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah I'd, so there's been a lot of injuries, hasn't there? You know, and, and Cresswell struggled a little bit this season, although he's crossed for the, the goal. He's done some great things. Well, I think we've had uh, but, three different guys at um, left back, haven't we? Yeah. We've had uh, Masuaku. Yeah. I think Nordvite went out there in because Masuaku became, got injured, didn't he? And I think there was a slight... There wasn't a complete crossover between Masuaku and Cresswell coming back. I That's think right. Nordvite played there once. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Certainly, so, Bonner, Bonner played. I think there it might be Bonner. Yeah, maybe it's Bonner, um, not certainly Nordvite, Nordvite played right back. A couple yes, of times, no, but, yeah. um, we, we know about yeah. that against. Uh, yeah. Uh, Spurs. You, yeah, you, played there at Swansea as well. Yeah. He had a good game against Swansea. Jim, you mentioned you're not convinced about Randolph's confidence at the moment. Or his, no, his... not at all. No, I, for me, he's keeper. He's a keeper who makes good saves, but doesn't command the box. Doesn't doesn't ooze confidence for me. Um, uh, and I think Adrian um, obviously lost his place, possibly with some justification for a series of kind of kind of high profile nutcase errors early in the season I, I'm you know I'm not sure he's not worth you know what I obviously perhaps he's not he's not showing enough in training or whatever but um for me you know now I've had a good chance to see both over a period of time yeah. I prefer him as a keeper and, and wasn't the idea of having the two of them together was that they were supposed to keep the other one honest and to a certain uh, extent weren't they so yeah. you now think well if Randolph is drifting a little bit now I this feel, is your time yeah, when you bring yeah, Adrian yeah. back isn't I it because that's how it should work because Adrian's got you know, it's got it's got character as it's got balls. We all remember the penalty shootout against Everton. That yeah. kind of that kind of kind of. Well, also, he's you know, got he a was, kind of up and atom approach. But he was scapegoated in a way for a bad all-round defensive performance from our from our defensive unit. Yeah, year, he made a couple of obvious yeah. rickets. Well, I mean, one big one against Stoke. Stoke, the big one. Yeah, I there can't was think a, of any. There was another one. one. There was a similar one. Uh, wasn't there? A kind of a kind yeah, of slightly been, mad yeah, dash yeah. that he didn't yeah. get to. But I mean, I think that's yeah. you know. Um, um, Ogbonna wasn't playing at the beginning of the season Collins was preferred to Ogbonna and also yeah. we didn't have a left we, no. we had a completely brand new left back who literally stepped off the plane into yeah. the team and yeah. Antonio at right back and we weren't yeah. showing faith in Obiang either who supports the defence right. brilliantly yeah, yeah. right in front yeah. so there was no support yeah. you know. so, it's, so it's you know in a way if Antonio does come back in, if, if Adrian does come back in now it'll, it'll it's quite it's difficult for him because he's, he's going to come back because he to will have come mess. into the side because there is a mess in defence <laughs> yeah. so then yeah. if he has a bad game yeah. um, you know our friends on social media yes. will just be jumping on his back again yes but it, it does look like you know in this, as far as the summer shopping list is concerned, goalkeeper needs to be on it. Yeah, if not, yeah. say right at the top, but certainly on it. I mean, they're both okay to keepers. You know, I think they're sort of mid. They're okay, but they you know. they don't feel like top ten Premier League no. keepers either of them. Really, possibly, I I, I don't know. I, I prefer Adrian. I think he's got he's got more. I I think he's a more entertaining yeah. player to watch. You know, just one um, quick thing, Phil. You mentioned uh, you know friends and social media, and at the moment it seems to be that Cresswell's the kind of recent target and before yeah. that it was it was Martin Noble, Noble. You, what were the away fans was, uh, the what away was their mood the afterwards support, it was resignation well, or? Yeah, a little bit I mean the away support as usual was very very good um, and I feel when you go away the atmosphere is more positive yeah. has been more positive this season throughout there's a lot of self-deprecating humour as there always has been um, I felt you know um, no I didn't feel Cresswell was, was a target at, at, at all of the, the away fans I, I do feel I mean, Snodgrass 
was probably our poorest player in, mm. the, in the first half. Certainly, um, was rightly. Um, what I meant was, was there, there was no but, hostility from no, the, from the away fans. No, you know, I didn't was, feel mm. there was. I mean, I think the only the only player who does get a bit of that and it's isolated is not. It's not kind of a whole kind of sort of chorus of boos, as it were. But the only person who gets a lot of kind of cat calls is Faguli. Mm. He's not much liked, I don't think. And he's struggling, I think, a little bit for 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 form and for and and you know to get to come to terms with it, you know. Let's take a little break and uh, we'll carry on with this uh, after these messages. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back. Um, we are just uh, we're just uh, dotting the i's and crossing the t's of the whole game. Um, yeah. So it was, um, you know, the Leicester game. We were all over them. I mean, you know, it, uh, second half. Yeah, we're sort of arbiters yeah. of our own destiny, really. And we we you know we lost that game, and we should have we should have won it. But but also we did enough to deserve to win to win the game. Um, Bournemouth, as you say, Jim, we we. We got in a position to to come out of it with a point, but we didn't. But we probably also didn't deserve to because we played very badly at that game. You and I went to the game. We didn't mm. come out the blocks mm. at all at the beginning of that game. Yeah. Got more into it in the second half. Yeah. What, what was your overall? So, Hull, you felt well, I would that we... say we probably deserved something out of that game yeah. and probably a win, really, to be honest, in terms of the kind of overall balance of the play. But, of course, then again, you know, you have to do both sides of the game and we didn't defend well enough. And, uh, you know, if we'd have scored a second, um, it would have been absolutely game over. They were short on confidence. We heard nothing from their crowd at all. You know, they, they you could, you was that had that jittery feel of the, of the relegation haunted team yeah. that we've known ourselves. <laughs> over we recognize that mood. Um, yeah. so it felt like that. And, and I just felt, oh gosh, you know, if we can just stick one more in that, that will, that'll just knock the stuffing have, out. Having really. said that, of course, when they played us, uh, at oh, London yeah. Stadium yes. it could have been 4-1 on another yeah, yeah. and to them. Snodgrass and they, ran that game they did and they mm-hmm. absolutely thrashed us nil one I think yeah. as I yeah, recall yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. post was man of the match yes. yes they hit the post in this game as well to be to be fair but um, you know from a kind of I think a, 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 I think that was actually a, a, an assist from one of our players wasn't it is it Cresswell just oh edged it onto yeah. the yeah, 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 yeah I think he just kind of slid it across yes. for this guy to hit the post but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um uh, Hull, obviously, city of culture. Jim, uh, Jim, did you write a poem about? Uh, uh, I should have done, but I, I know I didn't. I should, didn't in the spirit happen. of Philip Larkin, of course, the poet who's most associated with uh, with, with the Hull. city of Hull. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But you failed to. Uh, nah, yeah, the muse is not with me these days. Right. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Who yeah. are you not pulling your weight for this podcast? No, I really just drink. Poetry these Corner. Days. Poetry Corner is. <laughs> poetry is, Corner needs to come is back. Now bereft. Yes, it's empty. it is. Okay. Fortunately, Jim, yeah. I've written a poem. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I've had to step in. Okay. I've had to step in like Cheku Kuyati and fill up the gap that you have left by not writing a poem for Poetry Corner when you went to see a game of football at the City of Culture, Jim Hull, yeah. Jim. So you're playing out of position. Yes, I'm very much yeah. playing out of position. As you yeah. know, poetry is not my is not my forte. <laughs> okay. uh, and so, but I have well, written a poem, Jim, yeah. and you should okay. feel humbled and I'm very, totally, very bad. Yeah, no, I'm grateful, really. You should feel, feel well. Well, we'll listen feel, to it first, shall we? Maybe this we... will inspire you to, to get the muse back again. Well, possibly. Maybe. I, hope so. maybe. I should. Thanks very much. Thank you, Mark, for Thank presenting you. a positive, putting a positive spin on it. Uh, but Jim knows, Jim knows, yeah. Mark, what he's done or what yeah. he rather hasn't done. Yeah. And Jim, Jim I is think, aware I think, of... I think I feel the club is, 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 is due to come out and give me official backing as a, as a, as a poet. Are you currently well, they're, trying they're, to blame they're, they're gonna... uh, the board and Karen Brady for your lack of <laughs> writing new, a poem? Is it the new stadium again? Is it? It's called the problem. It's not It's not inspiring. Is, it? That's is that the why you didn't write a poem? Is the new stadium? Yeah, I feel, blaming yeah. the stadium yeah. move yeah. for not writing a new poem. I've heard yeah. it all now. Well, yeah. that is just yeah. ridiculous, Mark. This. I'm blaming everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad Mark's here. 101 just year old Mabel Arnold. I'm blaming her. <laughs> How dare you blame 100 year old Mabel Arnold? <laughs> 101. She's had her 101. Yeah, yes, yes. She's yes. had her birthday. Yeah. How dare you, Jim? Happy birthday, blame Mabel. 100 year old no, well, Mabel you know, Arnold. Yeah. I don't think she listened. Did you have a poem for 100 year old Mabel Arnold? I should have done. For fuck's sake, Jim. (laughs) The font, the font, Uh, the font is. You you can't just turn it on and off like a tap, mate. Well, apparently I can, Jim. Oh, okay. Some of you may remember, uh, uh, it must be about five years ago now, uh, I, I, I wrote a poem called Fat Sam's at the Wheel. Oh, and yeah. what I did hmm. was in tribute uh, to Salford-born comedian John Cooper Clark, uh, as, a, as a tribute to him, I stole his entire uh, delivery <laughs> and rhyme scheme. Uh, I wrote a poem that was in, in, a, in a rhyme scheme I'd heard a John Cooper Clark poem in. And, um, and then uh, in order to underline my theft, I did it in, in a sort of John Cooper Clark um, uh, impersonation. Yeah. And uh, through a mixture, a combination of uh, laziness and also laziness, I've uh, done exactly the same thing again. Um, now, someone who's, uh, who's uh, got slightly sort of beaten up by the media, the uh, harsh glare of the media spotlight has turned on it, is Slavin Bilic. Yes. Uh, who, who, in the tradition of poems that I've written in the style of John Cooper Clark, uh, the last one being Fat Sam, is another poem about the manager, about oh, okay. Slavin Bilic. Right. And, uh, right. <clears throat> so I will... Um, <clears throat> it's the same... Uh, yeah, it's the same, it's the same rhyme scheme as uh, Fat Sam's at the wheel. Um, and I'll try and see if I can remember how to do a John Cooper Clark impression. I don't think I can. Um, but uh, here we go. <clears throat> Was he the business? Just a bit. He used to play for Hadjuk Split. His current side is slightly shit. Super Slavin Bilic. He walks with a bow-legged gait. Laurent Blanc is not his mate. In his hands is West Ham's fate. Super Slavin Bilic. Played Antonio in attack. Then he made him play right back. Next he'll send him to Iraq. Super Slavin Bilic. He never tries to shift the blame. Amalfitano left in shame. He won't sit down the entire game. Super Slavin Bilic. He attacked a microphone. He sent Reese Oxford out on loan. His football team is shit at home. Super Slavin Bilic. He looks like he could build a shed. Hair's been added to his head. To him, Dimitri Payet's dead. Super Slavin Bilic. There's nothing he won't have a go at. Substitutions he is slow at, but he is our favourite Croat. Super Slavin Bilic. He knows words like tabla rasa. Came under fire more than Gaza. Because he picked Simone Zaza. Super Slavin Bilic. 
He plays every rock guitar. He thought Nordvite was a star. He found Carol in a bar. Super Slavin Bilic. His beard has gone completely grey. He wouldn't let James Tompkins play. But we love him anyway. Super Slavin Bilic. Oh, very, 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 yeah, good. Yeah, very, very good. good. Very, very good. good. Very good. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I love the crow out right. Hang, hang, your, head in, hang your head in shame, Well, my head is generally hung in shame yeah, anyway. Why, why, uh, why, why, you wouldn't have thought Amalfitana would work in a poem, but it worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah, I mean, that's that's great, genius. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's that poem. So, um, yeah. How are you feeling, Jim, about that? I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, pre- I'm under pressure. Yeah. I feel, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling under pressure. That, you've got to come back strong. Yeah. raise the bar, isn't it, a little bit there? Yeah. 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 yeah, after a moral yeah. defeat like I'm that. Feeling, I'm feeling under more strong. pressure than David Moyes. And David, <laughs> David Moyes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're, yeah, when you're... He's lost the media war, in a way, with uh, threatening to slap a female reporter. Yeah. I think that's... You, um, you, Mark, you're, you're, you're in the, the, the broadcast industry. Uh, Indeed. In fact, sports broadcasting used to be the entirety of what you do. Now you do lots of different types of broadcasting. Um, um, uh, but for the radio, uh, you, uh, you also you are married to a female journalist from the BBC. <laughs> So yes, yes, you, yes. Um, so do you think Moyes so, uh, uh, took the right approach? What do you think of Moyes' approach? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're, you're the wanna, expert opinion. You're married to a be- female wanna, BBC journalist. <laughs> You've worked in sports broadcasting. It's you're very married warm, to a BBC. part of the room, I've noticed. Yeah. It's very yeah. warm. You're married um, to a female BBC journalist. Yeah. You, you must... Uh, I, I, I think there is just. In, so I wonder whether it's just that uh, the uh, he was he would have treated any journo like that. To yes, yeah, extent. yeah, yeah. There is no. there is there is a lot, and you saw what um, uh, Connor McNamara got from yeah, Mourinho that was awful. Uh, on, on Saturday. You know, there is a real win if you don't like the way things are going. Yeah, and you you know then. Uh, you can be really d- dismissed. And I thought mm-hmm. Garolinica's tweet was quite good. You know, they are very well-rewarded managers. And yeah. I think, you know, in, and one of the things they're obliged to do is just give a few friendly words or a few yeah. words at the end of a game. And <clears throat> Wenger, for all his faults, always does it, doesn't he? Yes, I mean, yes. it always turns up. Well, even if he's in a bad mood, it's, uh, yeah, I didn't see it. I did not see it. Yes. You know, it's it, just like it, kind it, of, you know. It can be quite thankless. Uh, yeah. I uh, was, uh, when I was working at Capital Gold uh, many years ago, when um, the boss of Capital Gold was a guy called Richard Park, who um, older listeners might remember from a series called Fame Academy on oh, uh, BBC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, a tough Glaswegian. And uh, when Frank McAvenny came back to West Ham, yes. I was the sort of West Ham reporter at Capital Gold. I think I'd volunteered for that role. I don't think yes. there was any advert in The Guardian for that or anything. <laughs> and... Um, uh, Richard said, uh, you know, because if you remember when Frank McAvenny came, he didn't do any interviews at all because I think no. he'd been burnt enough by the tabloids with various things. And so Richard Park came to me and said, Ma, he said, um, you, you haven't got an interview with Frankie Mack. And I said, no, because he's not doing any interviews at all. So he said, you tell him, you tell him Richard Park will, you know, you tell him Richard Park says you'll do an interview. You, you remember me, Parky from, from Glasgow. So I'm waiting outside the dressing room. McAvenny comes out. And obviously all the press ignore him as he's yeah. walking up the corridor. But I, you know, dutifully trot after him down the corridor and say, Frank, I'm sorry, Charlie, I know you, you know, I know you're not doing interviews, but I work for Capital Gold and Richard Part said you might do an interview. And he turned and he said, uh, you can fuck off and you can tell Richard Part to fuck off too. 
Excellent. That was a long walk back to the crash. <laughs> Having said that, many years later, when he when he got his uh, he had his book launch at Stringfellows, which of course the only, <laughs> of course, the only I know, of course yeah. the only place that would would, would uh, rightly accommodate uh, a Frank McAvaney book launch. When I went over and got my book signed, and he said, um, uh, he, he you know pretended he recognised me. Obviously, he didn't. Yeah. And I said, last time I saw you, you told me to fuck off. Anyway, we had a bit of a laugh about it. Oh, I'm sorry, all that kind of stuff. Walked back, sat down, opened up my book, and it said, "To Mark, fuck off, Frank." Which <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Good old McAvenny. Uh, we love Frank. We love him. Um, yeah. N- Nigel Pearson's. You <laughs> steered it away from sexism there. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, 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 well. Nigel Pearson's. Yeah. Uh, you're an. Os- are you an ostrich, mate? Are you sticking your head in the stand? Sort of at the right at the end of his Leicester career. Yeah. Nigel Pearson. That was yeah. mental. Yeah. That was one of the mad. I mean, that's, so as was the Nigel Adkins man in the mirror thing. Was that Nigel oh. Adkins? That was a bit weird, wasn't it? Where he suddenly started quoting this poet, kind of poetry. poetry. He, yeah. poetry. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, having, yeah. having said that, Harry, of course, uh, was renowned for chewing up journalists. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember, uh, was it a, a Boxing Day game? Isle Berkovich got stretched off uh, against uh, Coventry, I think I've got it. And there's a Boxing Day game and he got stretched off. And there was some poor bloke there from a local radio station who said to Harry Redknapp, it was an interesting decision, he said to Harry, at this press conference in front of everybody, taking Ile Berkovich off. And there was just this horrible mood as if, oh my God, where's he going to go with this? And Harry Redknapp went, was you at the game? Was you at the game? And he says, yes, I was. He said, I took him off because he couldn't fucking walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so you thought, oh, thank goodness it wasn't me who asked that question. I mean, yeah, he could, yeah, he could yeah, rip you apart, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I think to be, I mean, I, you know, I, I think um, Mourinho is churlish, but the Conor McNamara question was a slightly dodgy question. I mean, you know, yeah. they kind of, they had absolutely kind of battered them nil-nil, hadn't they? And uh, by all accounts, and the question was, was that two good even teams cancelling themselves out or something yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. It's a sort of slightly yeah. silly question. But I suppose there is a bit of an argument that, that says you've got to try and come up with something different. Than, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. you, as you know, most of it is they're not actually asking questions at all. They make a series of statements. Yeah. Yes. You know, so yes. uh, so yes. finish two all then. Yeah, yeah. yeah it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. did. I thought we were unlucky yeah. to well, say, you know, whatever. You know. I mean, there is very little insightful get said in those post-match kind of moments, yeah. really, is there? They, you have to have the comment, don't you? You've got, you've got to have the soundbite, if possible. Yeah. And the manager's on guard not to say, something that is particularly kind of you know that, that, that could be jumped mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. so they're going to be kind of non-committal and the the and the you know the the journalist is equally in a position where they're trying to get something that is as you say you know an yeah. original yeah. interesting line but on the other hand they can't be too provoking or you know so no. it is you know it is what it is, isn't it? You end up with the kind of generally the kind of bland, yeah, yeah. stuff. I think that, sometimes that that's, you, you know, kind like, of deserve in a way. You know, there, 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 there's quite a lot of sort of study into sort of how to speak to people and how to engage people. You know, and and those sort of questions that really are only going to get a yes or no answer are very discouraged in that you know notion mm. of kind of therapy and you mm. know talking to people. Yeah. is kind of you know. You want to ask questions that that elicit some opinions from the person rather than, you know, going, did you think nil-nil was a fair result? Because they'll just go, (laughs) yes, no, or maybe. You know, that's that's the only answer. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Whereas, you know, so they can, you know, some, some interviewers could be a little bit better at their job sometimes because I think... You know, especially the smarter managers do get then frustrated, like Mourinho quite often does, and starts to slightly bully the, yes. the reporter. You yeah. know. And you've also got the added thing of, you know, that often there's a lot of anger after going about decisions and so on, and yet they know they're going to get hammered if they say anything 
untoward about yeah. the refereeing. Yeah. It doesn't help that you can't interview referees. Isn't it? I mean, that would actually be a much more interesting totally interview right. after most games, totally wouldn't it? Totally right. Yeah, yeah. Could we, you know, that, that most of the really interesting talking points about a game tend to revolve around refereeing decisions and it would be... Yeah, it would you, be you, much more interesting to have the referee. You, bearing in mind, they do that straightforward thing when they come off the belt. They do that quick reaction thing. Then they go mm-hmm. off and, yeah. you know, in Allardyce's case, he would watch the replays and all that kind of yeah. thing. And then he'd do the one with the other yeah. hacks. Yeah. If you said the ref has got to do it 45 minutes after the final whistle, the ref's got 45 minutes to, to look through some of the key mm-hmm. decisions, yeah. you know, work out how it's been playing, all that kind of thing, then come out and just do a straightforward. Yeah. Press. It would, I agree with you. It would demystify so much. Yeah. It would, it would and, sort of give and, them, yeah. And, and it would give them less anonymity as far as the fans were concerned. You know, I think, I think the fans might be sort of uh, slightly, you know, slightly more. Um, uh, accepting of res- referees if they kind of went, you know, actually he's yeah. just trying to do a good job. I, mean, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think some aspects of the standards of officiating have are, are way better than they used to be. Linesmen are way better than they used to be. Mm. Mm. They're remarkable. The um, Walcott goal decision well, was a brilliant linesman's decision, mm-hmm. wasn't it? A lot of the time now they get those tight offsides mm. right, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think referees are in a ridiculously difficult for one person running up and down to control yeah, the game hard. that yeah, moves at the pace that it does yeah. nowadays. So uh, we, um, we've got two points out of the last possible 18 bad, points and we've bad, won, we've bad, won bad. four in a row and um, they've been a mixture. We've sort of lost in different ways, as we said sort of, you know, uh, before my magnificent poem. We said, uh, you know, we've, we've sort of lost ones we've deserved to win. We've lost ones we've deserved to lose. We've lost ones where we perhaps didn't deserve to win, but had an opportunity to, to win yeah. or draw. You know, yeah. we've lost in a lot of different ways now. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we, w- what we haven't had in the last few games is some of the abject performances from earlier in the season. No. Yeah, that's, the Southampton know, at home. Or, no. Yeah, yeah right. Southampton at home was yeah. probably the absolute no. nadir, yeah. wasn't it? That was, no. the, that was, the, that was the worst. But we are losing and teams that sort of, you know, teams that are finding it harder and harder to buy a win. Uh, well, the current, get, you know, the current team, the, the current for, you know, 11 that takes the bill at the moment is not that great a team. No, 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 no. You know, a lot of the better players in that team are not on the pitch. No Reed, no O'Connor, no, no, no. no Obiang. You know, no. Now <laughs> we had Piat, of course, yeah. last season. You know, yeah, so Sacco uh, set to return. No Sacco, well, Sacco, you know, hope, no Antonio. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know, there's a degree to which the lack of depth in the squad, which we've been talking about over yeah. years, really has has come home to roost to a certain extent, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. Feel, you feel we're just going to kind of muddle through, to, uh, and we'll, yes. we'll we'll probably get there. We should get you, there. Well, Swansea, Sunderland in successive games We've are massive to, games now for us. Well, and then, we have to get and then after that, Everton, games. Stoke, Tottenham, Liverpool, and Burnley. I yeah, mean, you know, Stoke are safe. They're probably not a bad team to be be playing but, but it's at the theirs isn't it it is mm. at their um, place. mind yeah, you having said that that might be an advantage yeah, yeah it might yeah. be, might yes. be. We're slightly better away at the moment anyway yeah. aren't we yeah um it's I a very know. patched up season isn't it i, it I on one of the a couple of podcasts ago i i, I we, we somehow I, I sort of opened this as a subject but but it, it didn't really get explored it's it's one of those seasons you know ones i can think of in recent years are the sort of middle allardyce one where we um i think 
the fixture computer wasn't all that kind to us at the beginning of that season. I might be wrong about that. But also, we had some injuries, didn't we? But it just felt like one of those... There are those seasons you have that... For one reason or another, I think, you know, sometimes the cards are stacked against you a bit with it, with injuries, uh, maybe the fixture computer as well. Um, but it's a it's an unsatisfying season that really you kind of just want it to sort of come to an end and yeah. need to be safe. And it feels like I wonder, you know, uh, I think it's quite important to try sometimes to put yourselves in the shoes of other teams because sometimes when we kind of moan about stuff, you you, you sort of think. Yeah, Plenty of other teams have this, you know, have have these situations. Um, but since 2003, because we went down in 2003, came back up, then there's a big rebuilding, there's all new guys, then we have this great season come back up, but then there's Icelandic money, mm. then there's a bit of sort of shoring up after, after, we, sort of after a great escape season. Zola comes in, we finish ninth. Then that all sort of starts to crumble for reasons we know not why. But there's still a, a bit of Icelandic money involved in that. Then we sort of seem to stabilise, but then go down again because Grant doesn't do it. So it feels like it's full of that. The Grant season, that was an awful, unpleasant season. Well, we, um, yeah, we stuck the place but, out, didn't we, that fixture season? computer yeah. was very unkind to us in that. Grant, you know, I mean, it was, it was a bad season anyway. Grant was really not a very good manager for us, but the fixture computer was so unkind. I mean, but we really did have like, the top that, six in six there games. There was that little something. sequence, though, wasn't there? I mean, in the end, you know, that was the... the, the absolutely fell to bits at the end didn't it it was it, yes. it stuttered to restart well, because we had a great little we spell we had a little spell we had Denver Bar come in well, yeah. and we came back from 3-0 down uh, away at um, West Brom West Brom West Brom with the, the uh, Scott Parker half time Parker did the half time we beat Stoke we beat Stoke and Liverpool at home really spectacular and we thought we're not going to go down there and the last two games though were away at Wigan and at home to Sunderland if we you know if we'd got something out of both we lost them both we lost them both we you know, dropped so, our bundle entirely yeah. after we'd been handed that sort of, uh, um, you know, handed that lifeline yeah. because we we had that good spell. Bar what bar was amazing, yes. Uh, and we thought, oh, we're not going to go down, and then it all fell apart again. Yeah, know? yeah, he couldn't um, do it on his own. Uh, no, and uh, you know, we we. I do, I, I do think. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Phil. I just think that I the we sometimes Allardyce doesn't get enough credit actually for what he did when that when we went down and we stunk the place mm-hmm. out after after you know the, the Avering Ground season we could easily have done what Man yes, City yes, yes, Southampton Leeds no, so right. we could have quite gone right. right the way through quite right. well, and I I think you know to his credit he got us back Pardew and, and you Allardyce know, you yeah, know I mean yeah. it took Pardew two years but but yes obviously obviously lots of teams have fallen and fallen again and, and you know dropped dropped two or three times well you look at Wigan and Blackburner in the bottom yeah, yeah. two at the moment of the Champions you know so yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes, no. Um, but you're right. It's a bitty season. The overall impression will be one of we want to forget in the same yeah. way that last year, even though we did peter out a little bit by the last game, we'll always be remembered yes. for, 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 sure. for being a season. But I think you season. also have seasons where your team is not a very good team, but it is sort of the best team you have. Nothing sort of unfair. It's just kind of, you know, you just haven't got... We, we had a few of those in the early 90s under Harry... Uh, because yeah. there were a lot of quite good teams where there's just no one in front to stick it in the net. And yeah. we, you know, had some narrow escapes from relegation or quite poor seasons. But I don't think you ever felt somehow that 
oh, I just want this season to be over. The cards are sort of stacked against us. You, you were kind of going, well, we're just we're just doing the best we can in this division. You know, it didn't it didn't sort of feel like it was sort of unfair that things were kind of unfair. I mean, but it feels been, like we've had a lot of those. It's been it's been Grant, shambolic this yeah. season, hasn't it? It's, yeah. it's been a bit a lot. Of, it's, it's it's been all over the blooming shop, and people have tended to sort of point fingers of blame a, a lot with in terms of the transfer business. Um, and with with good reason, yeah, with yeah, some yeah. good yeah. reason, the move to the new stadium was always going. I think you know, no, the, the the history tells you that most clubs that make that move to their new stadium don't don't do particularly well there to start with. I think you know, Southampton, the move think, to, didn't Southampton go down? Southampton, Southampton Mary's yeah, was yeah, disastrous yeah, yeah. for yeah. Southampton. Um, in relative terms, the Emirates wasn't great. Arsenal for lost Arsenal. their first game at the Emirates, uh, <laughs> as, we, as we know. Um, <laughs> And you know, so that in a in a sense, you know, that that aspect of it was predictable, wasn't it? Mm. But also, we've had some slightly bizarre. You know, there's a degree to which Billich has lost his mojo a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was not quite the the kind of cover. He was riding the crest of a wave last season to a certain extent. Um, you know, it was never going to be as good, was it? I mean, th- no. those the season we had last season was the outlier. You know, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that that, and it raised. It did. We talked. We had a podcast early in the season where we talked about raised expectations as a kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and it did. It did raise expectations. It was hyped up. The move to the stadium was hyped up. There was mm-hmm. a kind of level of expectation. We all thought Pyatt was just going to carry on from where he left off, and he turned up. He obviously wasn't interested in in playing for the club no. and. You know, we've had injuries, Cresswell before pre-season. Yep. You know, the, the kind of whole thing was destabilised a little bit. And it's 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 hard to come back from those difficult starts. Yes. It, you know, it, it, you have to hit the ground running and, and make early, you know, indentations, don't you, in this league. And then you build up a sort of sense of confidence yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you're, you know, we look like a relegation-haunted team about, you know... But, but then we did. Ten games we in, did win we? our first league game at home, didn't we? We did. It was a mm. oh, we did. I know. Yeah, all right, but, but we did. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah and we yeah, were, yeah, we, we yeah. were slightly unlucky against yeah. Chelsea on the opening day. What I'm saying is, yes, the, we the, were, di- the, the, the dice could have gone a yeah. different way, couldn't it? And actually, yeah. those first twenty minutes against Watford, we were imperious. Yeah. That's the, right. The Rubino for the cross. Yes, we went absolutely. Two nil up. Yeah. And in that game was the microcosm of our season. The collapse in that game was almost the collapse of the season. You know, it's sort of. No, you're right. We were a little bit. I mean, Chelsea obviously dominated that game. That first game, we went to that game, and um, we, you know, got we got back in it with Collins's equaliser, and of course, Costa shouldn't have been on the pitch. No, you know, so you know, yeah. but um, you know, the the, the uh, as I say, I only watched those kind of match of the day highlights. But when you sort of saw the team we put out, um, you know, the, the last last year's transfer window, uh, uh, the summer transfer window, and the and the winter one, you you. Did think that we, you know, Paye's gone, and looking at looking at some of the business we've done, one of Faguli, Ayu, and Snodgrass has got to be a better player than yes. those guys. You know, Agreed. one of those guys has got to be Definitely. a star player because Lanzini is a star player, and you you know, Paye was a star player, and you just need that bit more quality because you're sort of in a way you're not a top half Premier League team unless you've got one or two players that okay. are great, like Sigurdsson at Swansea. You know, you know, so one or two players that are just great, and Lanzini's great consistently, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, uh, and, I think that's uh, and they're true. just Absolutely not. 
I'm not sure not what IU flight. is. It no. doesn't seem to be a wide play. It doesn't seem to be but a number said he, 10. No, for, for what he does, he was all right in he, that game. Second half. Yeah. He, didn't really, he wasn't really involved much first half. But in the second half, he came into the game a bit more and, mm, and, mm. and got closer to Lanzini. And they worked well together. And, 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 and with Masuaka on the left and Barham occasionally doing stuff. You know, we, we, we kind of created sort of openings, as it were, opportunities around the box. But... Mm. You know, we've got we haven't got the the sniffer, have we? I no, mean, you no, know, with I, a couple of really high functioning yeah. players in a team, then then players that you know are at the level yeah. of IU or Snodgrass, yeah. they're fine, they're good. Yeah. You know, Manchester United when they had star players also had like Darren Fletcher yeah. in the middle of the park, also David yeah. May, you yeah. know, Nicky Buck, quite a lot of quite ordinary players that be, because there's you know because they're playing with Cantona yeah. or Van Nistelrooy, right? they they play well. So th- those players are sort of fine, but that's too many average players. Yeah, Figuli, exactly. Snodgrass, IU. There's yeah. too many average players. It is. It's, you know, I think that's absolutely right. And also, we've had too many players not playing in their optimum yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kiati playing sort of defensive uh, midfield. How many different players? He's played centre back. <laughs> yeah. He's played right back. He's been box to box midfielder. That's his best position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, last season he, he was getting on the end of things, scoring yeah, goals. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so. I, but are you? We wouldn't have chosen to buy. No, it was because everyone else. It was everyone. I was, I was looking the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, this morning at all the players we were linked with last yes. summer, and uh, and the argument was that we were now competing alongside Chelsea and Man City for yes. Lacazette and Batshuayi yes, and yes. all that kind of thing. Well, yes. there's no danger of us competing alongside them this summer, is there? No, no, no. So I think maybe get back to sort of doing better because we've done some good scale. We've signed some good players mm-hmm. in recent years. There are some good transfer windows well, I think got which highlighted Antonio. how bad the last yeah. ones were. You've, you, I mean, you probably in a way uh, because you know there are just not many strikers out there that are good but not only that are good that will come in and hit the ground running you yeah. know like when Torres went to Chelsea you know I paid a lot of money for him and he because something was different from the Liverpool system to the Chelsea system he was a pop- yeah, he wasn't yeah. very good for Chelsea you yeah. know and yeah. um, um, you know one of the only players that I think is that that's around at the moment is is Defoe <laughs> Who yeah. I think you could put him in any football team in the world and he would just score some goals, you know. Yeah. Maybe not as many as he's scoring now, but he he will, you know, he's uh, absolutely kind of nailed on. It's having uh, that instinct, having that also that bravery as well, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, um, you know, uh, Sacco, probably his last two goals for West Ham have both been against Manchester United, haven't mm-hmm. they? Well, in the last game of Upton last Park, season yeah. at Upton Park you know that was that was that was a classic case of, of him just dropping off finding space and mm-hmm. when the ball came to him he was in the space to take that first time shot mm. you know and it was on target it got a bit of a lucky deflection went in the yeah. corner but it, you know he hit the target with yeah, a shot yeah. in space in the penalty area and then the goal he scored when he came back this season yeah, uh, away you know yeah, his yeah. head goes in where boots are flying mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that, and we don't have anybody else in the team at the moment no. who scores those goals no and, no you you know, he, if he can stay fit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, he will be like the proverbial new signing. Ooh. We're probably going to have to look forward to the next couple of games now because uh, yes. we've uh, probably yeah. done about three quarters of an hour now. Oh, so uh, we've got uh, Arsenal this week and then Swansea at the weekend. So yes. we, you know, I mean... Swansea have improved, haven't they? It's, I mean, it's, and they're battling away, aren't they? Yeah, they're, yeah. And yes, they're, they're, after, their manager's given them a real lift. Yes, after Bob Bradley. Yeah. Yes, you know, but this only one made. point from the last three, I think. Yes, so yeah. they've slipped a little bit. Yeah, so... Um, um, 
We've sort of got a good record against Swansea generally. I think it feels the last few seasons. Although they stuffed us up to part last year, of course, they didn't did, they? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, right. yeah. yeah. But, um, they struggle to cope with Carroll always, mm-hmm. traditionally. He's the, he he yes. does tend to He's score against Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good are, sign. Are we saying we're not going to get anything out of tomorrow night? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough, isn't it? Um, there's a chance that Sacco and Antonio will be available, possibly on the bench or possibly to start. Antonio may play, well start. Be, yeah, he? Noble may well play. Um, uh, no, you can't you can't expect it, can no. you? Um, I thought when, they're they're under pressure as well yeah, I thought when Man City got that early goal on Sunday against him I thought well that, that and the mood wasn't great and mm. he thought well if this goes really badly wrong and you know that it, it all becomes about Wenger yes yes but yes. actually they battled well and they yeah. got they got back into it yeah. and they, they, they've got a fancy yes. they've yeah. got a fancy haven't they I mean yeah, yeah. you know it's once, well, yeah. once it becomes quite a big how, game how many it? you know how, how many times in the last 20-25 years have you gone to Arsenal expecting to get anything out of the game I mean that's nothing new I so. wonder if he'll try three at the back you know, because he might because um, uh, Byram is is quite a good at sort of attacking yeah. uh, right back, and Masuaku can play a bit as yeah. well. So perhaps and he's he, definitely perhaps, playing, isn't he? Perhaps yeah. dropping Kiyati into a three-man defence um, gives them a the, tiny bit. They more might. The problem with that is that it'll end up being a back five, won't it? Mm-hmm. They'll have so much of the ball, and yeah. and, and then we'll struggle to get out. So yeah, I, yeah. In a way, I hope he doesn't. But, right. Um, but yeah, I think he might. But I think he's 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 actually got uh, quite a lot of change out of switching inside of a game, hasn't he? Once once one way um, from three at the back to four four two against Palace, yeah. uh, where you know that was a real game of two halves, and then also at the Olympic Stadium, I think, and I can't remember who it was. He did the opposite, started with four four two and went to yeah. three at the back and went to three five two, and I can't remember what that game was. But yeah. it was also it, that was a transformation. We played much yeah. much better. It might have been West Brom. Yeah, it might have been actually. Uh, West Brom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The West. Yes, the home game. You think it was that? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it might have yeah. been that one. But yeah. uh, so you know, having that, having the possibility of doing that inside a game, I think yeah. it's good and, and being alert to that possibility. I think you know, Billich isn't really. It's not. It's not his style in a sense. But this is a game for trying to keep it tight for. Mm, you know, mm. to try and go in at half time nil nil. Yeah, yeah. The longer it goes on, and the longer you can hold, it's like an away game in a European competition. Anyway, yeah. The, the, the crowd will get you. They, you know, they what was are the score jittery, when we went in turn. in the five one. Uh, uh, was it the like five one, one all? Three, three, was it one all at half time? Well, the home one five yeah. one or that away five? No, the home five, five one. Five this one. Was it like one all at half time? I think they were ahead. I think they were ahead. Was it two one? Two one. It might have been two one. just. They scored late on, didn't yes, they? Yes, I wonder if it wasn't one all at the break. Yeah, it was one all at the break. One all at the break. Yeah, one all at the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we had we didn't play Thank badly for no, a lot no, of that's that right. game. Oddly, we sort of played better in the second yeah. half in that game, though they scored yeah, four. They goals. struggled to to, they, you know they struggled to cope with Carroll as well. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. the hat trick last season. Yeah. You know, they, he will be. You know, we might create some stuff going forward I think it's defensively is the worry mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. keeping it keeping them quiet but in some respects going, going with no expectation you just yeah. never know do you well yeah. unfortunately um, we usually do yes yeah predictions I think we'll lose but mm-hmm. I, I think it might be a bit closer than I mean 2-1 I think two we'll one. lose 2-1 two two one. One. Mark 3-1 uh, I think Arsenal unfortunately yeah sorry uh, well, I'm gonna go for last time I was on you came up with a spectacular yeah. prediction which yeah. you really yeah. nailed so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think you said four two away or something, wasn't right. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, West Ham three, Arsenal two. 
All right. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. And Swansea. Swansea. Do bet your house on that. Do bet your house on that. That will be the score. Yeah. Swansea. See, it's funny enough what you just said about the Arsenal. The mood with with Arsenal is going to be the same with us, isn't it? On Saturday, it's going to be a bit jangly and. Yes, I agree. One nil to us. I'm going to say. Three one. Swansea. And I think we're going to beat them three one. Right. Right. Yeah. Mark? One all, I'm sorry to One say. One all, mm. right, right. A late goal. Late goal. Because that's what we do. Well, you know, if we can just creep up a point at a time, <laughs> that would be that would be good. Got just you enough know, games only, to do we it. We only think, really yeah. need, you know, like sort of points or you know, we need four mm. more points. Four really, more points. Four, yeah, right. You know, yeah. so so, uh, but you know, it's it's uh, you know, nerves are starting to, to come back in. Here, that they? game at Burnley could be a massive mm-hmm. one as yeah, well, couldn't right. it? Yeah, could be that's huge. Right. Well, uh, that's been it from Stop Hammer Time this week. My name's Phil Whelans. Uh, with me being Jim Grant. Cheerio. Very disappointing, Jim. Sorry about no that. No poem. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out. Hang your head. Yeah. And uh, Mark Sandell. Thank you. Come on, you irons. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.